Hi Triber, we are back for the next season. Smart Girl Tribe has grown to become the UK's number one female empowerment organisation. We have an event series, a digital magazine, a membership platform and this podcast. What can you expect from us? Interviews from women all over the world who are driving change and pushing the needle forward. From actors to activists, to CEOs and conflict photographers, to the brains behind some of the world's largest corporations. When you're not tuned in every Wednesday at 6pm, then make sure you're chatting to fellow unapologetically ambitious women in our private Facebook group, the Smart Girl Tribe Society, or sharing our ever so inspirational content on Instagram at Smart Girl Tribe. Hey, 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 happy Wednesday, Tribers. Welcome back to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. This is a very special episode. A few months back, I met the extraordinary Lauren Malone from Enterprise Nation, one of the UK's leading companies in helping female entrepreneurs. Do be sure to sign up. They have a membership platform that is full of tools, resources, contacts, and perhaps your next mentor. On Monday, Lauren interviewed me and she has kindly agreed to this now being shared on the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. Enterprise Nation has since let me know that for my event on Monday, there were a record-breaking number of signups and also a record-breaking number of attendees. So once again, Tribers, thank you so much for your continued support and your encouragement. It really means the world and keeps me motivated, especially during these very strange, odd times. Do enjoy this episode. Like I said, I dive in deep. I share a lot of personal stories and I answer so many of your burning questions. Do let me know what you think. Perhaps send me an email, scarlet at smartgirltribe.com or come and find me on Instagram and DM me at scarlet underscore Victoria underscore Clark. But without further ado, here is my interview, a tea and chat with Scarlett Clark, CEO of Smart Girl Tribe in partnership with Enterprise Nation. So welcome everyone. Um, my name is Lauren and I work for Enterprise Nation. For those of you that aren't familiar with Enterprise Nation, we are a small business support network and we help small business owners start, grow and scale a business. So obviously during these times, we've done a lot to help people through the pandemic with, with a support hub. And um, so I'll obviously share the links with you so you can have a look at the research resources and the webinars. Um, so my main focus at Enterprise Nation is to support women in business, which is amazing as I get to meet some some fabulous female entrepreneurs like Scarlett today. Um, so yeah, so I set up the Tea and Chat series, I guess just to ensure that we keep engaging, keep talking and also stay inspired as well during these times um, because you know starting a business is transformational it's life-changing and I don't want people to feel deterred from doing that in the in the near future and um, so please I want it to be really interactive we've got 30 minutes so if anybody does have any questions for Scarlett please do write them in the chat box and I will share and also write your social media handles in there so we can we can all connect afterwards, which would be brilliant. Um, so yeah, so without further ado, Scarlett, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's brilliant to see you. I met you face to face, which was lovely because it was over a coffee. But yeah, now it's virtual. But yeah, lovely to see you. But can you just share a little bit with the audience about yourself and your business, please? No, of course. So my name is Scarlett. I'm the CEO of Smart Girl Tribe, which is the UK's number one female empowerment organisation. I set it up when I was 19 years old. So I was a teenage 
CEO and it very much started as a passion project but now we have a podcast the Smart Girl Tribe podcast which is top rated in both the UK and Australia we have a really successful event series my book is being published next March so it's all a go-go so that's just me summed up alongside my position as editor I am also a writer and a speaker so I was invited last November to talk at Harvard University as a female empowerment expert and on the whole I just spend my weeks traveling around the world delivering different talks to young particularly young women but female entrepreneurs about building a business um building confidence yeah things like that Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, so obviously Scarlett does everything. Um, so I'm such a huge fan of your podcast as well. I really, really love listening Thank to that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I guess what I like to start off every tea and chat with mm-hmm. is how are you doing? Obviously, these are still uncertain times. We don't have much clarity on kind of when we can go back out into the real the real world, that the new normal potentially. But yeah, I'd love to hear how you're feeling, Scarlett, at these times. I think it's very much a roller coaster ride. At the very beginning, beginning um, I found it very difficult to get to grips with I think everyone did it wasn't normal for me I'm very active like I said I tend to spend more um, time outside the country supposedly than in so I was really struggling um, with that again it's been a roller coaster though so the second half of it I think until last week maybe I was feeling really motivated and inspired We've been growing the business so much and really diving into building the relationship with our audience, our readers and our listeners. I mean, I set up Smart Girl Tribe because I felt that at the time, major magazines were only focusing on sex, weight and boyfriends. And those weren't the conversations that I or my friends were having. We were talking about our careers, travel, social issues affecting women, mental health. So we've really been diving into those issues in particular during this time so at the beginning I found it quite hard then I was quite inspired quite motivated to crack on the past week has probably been one of the toughest because I was just in that box of hoping for some really positive news on I think it was Sunday and then when that didn't quite happen it threw me a little bit but now I'm just yeah getting to grips with everything a bit more but I think it's completely normal every emotion goes this has obviously never happened before especially you know with our generation so given that I'm just taking every day as it comes yeah absolutely thank you so much for sharing and I guess we we mentioned it earlier the kind of feeling of I guess being on a bit of a roller coaster Mm -hmm. I know personally myself you know when this all kind of happened it was I was super positive I was just thinking how how can I help people how can I keep going I had a bit of a burnout and then I kind of Mm -hmm. um kind of got back on the right path so yeah totally all different kinds of emotions so yeah thank you so much for sharing Um, and obviously with you setting up a business at a young age what are the kind of obstacles that you overcome you know during that time obviously you're a young woman you were going into meetings with people that are older than you Mm -hmm. you know more established yeah just give us a bit of background on that I think it's more of a question what obstacle didn't I have to face (laughs) because Again, I was female, and at the time, that was very tricky. It was very hard to navigate. But also my age, introducing myself as a CEO when I was so young was very hard. I've said this even at the event where I met you, Lauren, that, you know, going back to those early days, you won't find anything that kind of reveals my age, if you like, because I was very nervous to open up about that because I wasn't just taking on 
writers who were older than me but twice my age and in some cases three times my age and that's very hard because I came from a place where I didn't have any business experience if I'm completely honest I didn't know what a business proposal was then and I you know don't really know what it is now I never came from that place of having an economics degree or a business qualification so I found it really tough so outside of the very normal obstacles that crop up when you are starting a business, i.e. financial difficulties and things like this. It was also just how society, if you like, was approaching me. I even had professors calling my parents saying, you know, post-graduation, we don't think Scarlett going into Smart Girl Tribe is the best idea. She could really go into politics or become a translator. So it more than, yes, there were normal obstacles, but it was more society's approach toward me, I would say. Not just being a woman, but my age as well, and the idea that I should have followed a more academic path, if you like, um, because of what my grades were showing. Mm-hmm. No, that's really interesting. And it was interesting what you said about people maybe doubting your path. And mm-hmm. um, I think... I, a lot at the moment is this kind of feeling of needing to meet your tribe and your, you know, like-minded support network. Yeah. So I know speaking to a lot of entrepreneurs that, yes, family love us, but not, they're not always the kind of best people to maybe soundboard yeah. with and, 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 you know, troubleshoot with. Did you find that yourself? What How important was it for you to maybe find mentors and like-minded people? I didn't, we never really, at the time, it didn't really seem that anyone was talking about the importance of having a mentor. Now it's that number one thing that I would recommend that everybody have because life coaches, business coaches, they're all accessible now and really easily available. So I would say if you are in a position to just get yourself out there and find yourself a mentor. I didn't have a mentor. I can't say I particularly went out to seek one. Again, Smart Girl Tribe started as a passion project. I had 100 reasons to not do it on the day that I actually thought about it because I grew up in Italy. I was out there and I didn't have an internet connection. I didn't have a phone connection. So by the time it came around to actually launching it, I had already overcome so many obstacles that other people's opinions didn't really matter to me. It was very hard. I've opened up about this. Um, My best friend had a conversation with me at the time and said, I can't be best friends with you anymore because seeing you do so much, Scarlett, is making me feel as though I'm not doing enough. So because of that, talking about finding a tribe, it was really critical for me to put myself in a position to find like-minded women. So because of that, I was the girl who was taking a three-hour journey from Bath to London and then a three-hour journey back just to go to those networking events, just to attend. I remember um, Cosmopolitan and Elle magazine were hosting huge events at the time. I would make, I would always make sure that I was there so I could put myself in a position to find those people because at university, or at least in my immediate group, I didn't know anyone else who had or was considering setting up a business. So the fact that I was doing that, trying to explain, you know, to first years that I was choosing to stay at home, work my business rather than say, go out and party. um, It was quite challenging because especially being that young, you do doubt yourself and you don't have that much confidence and you start thinking, oh, is something wrong with me? Should I really be present because I'm not going to get this time at university with my friends again so it was very important to me to build a tribe but other people's opinions didn't really matter to me because by the time I had launched it I had already come overcome quite a fair few obstacles. Amazing and I 
amazing yeah no thank you for sharing and I guess you touched upon obviously the feeling of confidence mm. and, and something that keeps coming up at the moment particularly during these times and when small business owners are wanting to stay visible online for example a lot of people have come to me and said you know I see people doing great things on Instagram and stories and lives and I just don't feel very confident I mean you're someone that has a really really strong engagement with your community mm. is that something you develop the confidence for over time any sort of tips and advice for the audience today yeah it's definitely something that has come with time I think when people meet me they just assume that I'm this extrovert and the truth is no I was always coined the girl in the library my nickname throughout high school was Granger after Hermione Granger I was very much to myself and also I grew up in Italy I moved back to England to take my A-levels so I could go to a British university and I really struggled during that time I didn't really um, cultivate a really strong group of friends during that year so I have really struggled with confidence so it's absolutely something that you build over time I would say for me, what I did was I really put all of my energy and focus into the community. So for me, it was about contribution over consumption. So I wasn't thinking selfishly, if you like, because if I had, I probably wouldn't have started Smart Girl Try because I was only a teenager. I had 100 reasons in front of me and people telling me not to do it, that I didn't have any business experience and this wouldn't become anything if you like so because of that I did really struggle with confidence but I put the focus on my community as far as COVID-19 goes and visibility now goes I would say you don't you never know who you can help I'm an ambassador for the NSPCC and I go in there and I talk to young people and I host events and workshops and things and deliver talks really focusing on having if you've gone through a traumatic childhood or you've had quite a devastating background so I try and focus on what I can give back um as opposed to you know the lack of confidence if you like that could stop me if I wanted to so I think if you're ever in a position that you're not feeling very confident then I would say focus even more on your community think okay maybe somebody actually needs my skill sets my business my brand whatever it may be I'd say overall, there are three main reasons why women in particular aren't confident on the whole nowadays. Social media is the first one. Everybody is displaying their highlights reel. So try and remind yourself of that behind, you know, one successful podcast episode or one successful magazine article. There are nine behind it that, you know, somebody said no to, if you like. If you ever see someone who's successful, they're not standing on a mountaintop of success. They're standing on a mountaintop of failures, setbacks and rejection. So I'd say always remind yourself of social media. The next one is somebody else's opinion. Someone else's opinion of you is none of your business. Everyone is going to have an opinion. You have the choice whether you want to give it power or not. And then lastly, I would say you're in a mean girl. The inner mean girl who is in your head telling you you're not enough, you can't do this, you don't have any business experience, you don't have the financial backing. You have to drop off your mean girl into a ditch because if you let her drive, she's only going to let you crash. It's never going to end well. One really easy thing I think somebody can do, a tangible piece of advice, is try and name your inner mean girl because as soon as you personalise her, you know, my name's obviously Scarlett, so I've named mine Sheila. And it's very easy for me then if I hear her to say, oh, just shut up, Sheila. No one needs your opinion today. And you almost just shut the door on her. 
that I would say just always remind yourself that women on the whole tend not to be very confident because of those three things. Yeah, of course. Um, Scarlett. So let me just see. Someone's put lol, Sheila. Um, <laughs> do, do, do. Um, so Rachel has asked, and um, so you mentioned about being ambassador for the NSPCC. Yeah. Um, Rachel just asked how you got involved with that. Did they contact you? She, obviously, she mm. might be interested herself. Yes, so they contacted me actually. This was, I think it was about 18 months ago, maybe a year and a half ago, um, that the talent manager there, she contacted me personally and spoke to me about everything that Stacey Solomon was doing. We very much just went for a casual coffee, had a meeting, and we discussed every way that I could give back. Because for me, I started Smart Girl Tribe because I felt like it was needed. Young women, I fundamentally believed and still do today that women deserve more from the media. And because of that, we needed a hub to discuss the issues that matter, such as mental health. So at that first meeting, I said, okay, these are the things that I want to do, but I don't just want to be a fly-in, fly-out person, go in for one day, say that you've helped out at the NSPCC and then leave. I really wanted to give back properly so we both um, explored all of the different ways I could do that but they did contact me amazing thank you hopefully that helped Rachel but yeah let us know if you need any more clarification um so I guess we one thing we've been speaking about at the mm-hmm. moment is and and just to kind of caveat I appreciate this is a privilege you know a lot of people at the moment are it's very much survival mode and it's yeah. thinking you know when they can pay rent and you know put food on the table so completely appreciate that but but for others who maybe are in our are in a more kind of comfortable positive situation a lot of people are kind of working on their business not in it so strengthening their why have you kind of regained a lot more clarity and focus on why you did you know start smart girl tribe you know all those years ago yeah absolutely first of all i would say um because i know we've got 10 or 15 minutes left i would say if anyone does have a um a question do you personally reach out to me you can either email me scarlet at smartgirltribe.com or come and follow me on instagram it's just at smartgirltribe or scarlet underscore victoria underscore clark i try and get back to all of my dms and um, so please do reach out and i can talk to you further as far as the why goes, absolutely. Again, I can't stress this enough. If you're in a position and you're thinking, do I want to launch this business? Do I want to go after this dream? Nobody is going to care about your dream as much as you do. So you have to go after it. Focus on, I focused on the one reason why Smart Girl Tribe um, should happen, if you like, should manifest. And that was because it was needed as opposed to the hundred other reasons telling me not to do it and all the reasons why I shouldn't have maybe done it there are so many you know if not thousands of women who could be in my position doing what I'm doing but the only difference is perseverance I've never given up when somebody has said no and I put a lot of my success down to that that if somebody has ever you know I've been told the word no Lauren so many times it's almost sounded like yes um it's just you have so many no's um but during this time yes my purpose if you like smart girl tribe the brand it has developed, I would say, when you start out talking to a lot of entrepreneurs, they tend to say, you need to think about your niche, you need to think about how you're different, you need to think about this. And you can get really foggy, you can really get quite confused. And I know I did at the time, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to put it out there and see what happens. And your community will help you a lot 
as well, if you put the question out there, you know, I started Smart Girl Tribe. When I started, it did not look how it does today at all. The website was completely different. The branding was completely different. These are things that you can learn over time. So I would say give yourself time and space and breathing space, I guess. If you are in a position that you want to start a business, don't focus on all of these extras because your community or your client or customer, whomever it may be, will tell you what they need and what they're looking for and what they're looking at. So don't get everything so perfect if you like in the beginning. Yes, now my kind of brand is a bit more cemented, especially during this time because our two biggest projects this year have been postponed. We had the huge International Women's Day event that was supposed to happen in London in association with the BBC in March. That has been postponed. And of course, next week, we were supposed to have our huge first international event in Sydney. And that's been postponed. So I really had time now to dive in deeper. But your business, it's People say, oh, it's your baby. It's so much more than that. You are in a relationship with your business. And like every relationship, it's going to grow. It's going to evolve. So give yourself the space to do that and allow your business to grow as well. Because like I said, Smart Girl Tribe, how it looks now wasn't how it looked when it started. A lot has changed. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I think people are so caught up on making sure that, mm. you know, everything is polished and perfect yeah. and, oh, I can't launch until I get to this stage or do this with mm-hmm. the website. But, you know, coming from yourself who's built a successful business, you're actually saying just kind of go for it and yeah. put yourself out there and it will kind of evolve and finesse over time. Mm-hmm. Is that is that your thought? Completely. Absolutely. I think... The majority of entrepreneurs who I talk to say, you need to find your niche, you need to think about your brand colours, you need to think about why you're different. But actually, rather than spending all of that energy polishing that, just go for it. Because your customer, your clients, whomever, reader, listener, whoever it may be, they will tell you what they want and need. And you know, we never set, I never set out with a target demographic in mind. I thought I can't be the only person having these kinds of conversations. I'm going to put Smart Girl Tribe out there. And funnily enough, now it's grown and our demographic is a lot more niche, if you like. But I never set out thinking we are going to be, you know, the magazine by millennials for millennials. I never set it out like that. So I would say, no, completely just go for it. Put your whole heart into it. But don't think absolutely that it has to be anything close to perfect. Amazing. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much. And you mentioned um, demographics. So a lot of uh, business owners I speak to, they want a bit more clarification on how best to communicate, for example, via different social media platforms. Mm-hmm. So Instagram might be a little bit more kind of punchy and Facebook might evoke a bit more discussion. So have you kind of tailored your content to different platforms over time we have now i would say over time i mean 80 percent of our audience still comes from google so not even social media so we've only really had social media the past couple of years and we're growing um but the majority of our readers who find us it is through a google search bar if you like with demographics um and your target audience we do tailor it according to every platform so for example twitter that's more about me what i'm up to if you like the smart girl tribe brand doesn't have a twitter but i do or a twitter account i should say but i do facebook we more share different articles that we know with will resonate with our audience but our readers on facebook tend to be a little bit older 
So because of that, it's more um, content as in written content driven. So we post a lot of articles on there. We share a lot of articles. Instagram, it's more memes, funny stories, tweets. We do promote our articles on there, but not to the same extent that we do on Facebook. I would say find one social media platform that you enjoy because you have to enjoy it. Otherwise, it's never going to take off and then really put your energy into that one you don't have to be on every platform now you can just have an instant you know social media has proven this to us time and time again especially over the past couple of years that you can start out with just one account and it can grow from there so you don't need to be everything for everyone work out where work out where your clients um or your customer or your reader work out where they're hanging out one tip that I can give is if you're listening to this or watching this and you're thinking, oh, I really don't know how to find my clients, I say just get a blank piece of paper and then write somebody's name. So let's just say your target customer is 16 and she likes, gosh, I don't know, Justin Bieber and <laughs> Pretty Little Liars. Then you could put a name to her, an age, what she enjoys, her hobbies but ask yourself all of the questions and then put that up somewhere. So whenever you're doubting who your client is or where they are, just ask yourself, okay, where is Molly going to be? She's 16. She's probably going to be on Snapchat as opposed to on Facebook. So that's how I would personally go about it. And I still do. We look at our brand all the time because it evolves very quickly, business nowadays. So Smart Girl Tribe, the digital magazine, is still very much the core. It's the mothership, if you like. That's written content. I mean, initially for years, we were posting articles twice a week. Then it became once a week because we launched the podcast. So our digital magazine, smartgirltribe.com, if you're interested, that's probably the core. And then outside of that, we have the podcast, which I said is top rated now. Um, if I'm being honest, Lauren, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> I set up the podcast just with, I think it was like a hundred pound microphone from my bedroom, just nothing. So we have the podcast. I would say I work alongside Smart Girl Tribe. Now I am a, re a writer and I am a speaker and I think the two are connected um, or an, are in at least a very strong, like my brand and Smart Girl Tribe's brand are very, very interconnected. They have a relationship themselves themselves if you like and the reason why I say that is because I'm the one who goes to a lot of events and I'm the one who's invited to speak and that's not necessarily the smart girl tribe brand but a lot of people get those too confused um because my book for instance that's all me um but I can't reveal too much about that yet and then so we have the digital magazine then we have the podcast then we have the event series those are the main three things um we have something new 
um, coming soon, but I can't share that yet. So I would say just keep a close eye out on our Instagram or on our newsletter if you want. Just send me a message with your email address, anyone who's watching, and I can add you on to our newsletter. But that's those are the logistics of it, if you like. When I started talking about team members and things, I started with writers. Um, all of the writers I've had more or less since day one still write now. So as far as staff goes, our writers are probably the most important um, because when we began, you know, there were so many years we didn't have social media because all of our audience was coming from a Google search bar. That was only in the past couple of years. So I don't... Um, I haven't started off with a social media manager, if you like. So don't think you need to have all of your ducks in a row to launch a business. Yeah, amazing. No, thank you so much. Um, and I guess in terms of inspiration, because I really want us to continue to feel inspired to start mm-hmm. and grow businesses at the moment. And I listened to your recent podcast and you gave a lot of different suggestions on things that you're listening to and things yeah. that you're reading. Any sort of... Um, yeah, any inspiration that you're finding at the moment that our audience can maybe um, loop up with? Yeah, completely. So on the Smart Girl Tribe podcast, I've been doing a mini series, if you like, every episode. The first one was talking about how I was struggling, the second, how I was staying inspired, and the third, which is the most recent, it goes live every... The Smart Girl Tribe podcast goes live every Wednesday at 6pm. It's available on iTunes and Spotify. And in the last, uh, the most recent episode, I opened up about all of the resources that have been helping me. I made myself a pact, if you like. I made myself promise because for so many years I have been reading... I've only been reading personal developments, personal growth or business books. So I decided during COVID-19, I would really try not to. I would focus on different aspects of the world, if you like. So because of that, I have been reading autobiographies, Michelle Obama's um, autobiography, Hillary Clinton. I would say, as far as podcasts go, I love Sophia Bush's podcast which is called work in progress i think she's great i love sophia bush as an actress but i really i adore her activism work i think it's really important so i would recommend sophia bush's jacqueline johnson's work party for any female entrepreneurs and at the same time i would also say her book jacqueline johnson her book is called work party for female entrepreneurs it's just like a small toolkit toolkit sorry um in a book it's great it's really really quick reading as well it won't take up too much time those are the first that spring to mind outside of that tony robbins awaken the giants within is one of my favorite books and also brendan bouchard's high performance habits i read it twice in a month and i swear to you it changed my life i cannot talk more highly about that book high performance habits by brendan bouchard that's the number one book i think that everybody if everyone read this book i think it would change the world that's so powerful thank you so much for sharing and somebody's actually commented oh please can we have a list of um scarlet's recommendations so what i'll do in the follow-up email is i will link uh scarlet's podcast um, and then maybe scarlet if you're happy we could pull out a few highlighted um, resources that you're listening to at the moment and so we'll make sure we get that across to you um 
so oh someone's just asking the question will you have a recording yes i'm recording this um, so i will share that with you um and then Scarlett, obviously at the moment just to wrap up we're very much focused i guess on the short term and getting mm-hmm. through this time and back to the new normal what are your long-term goals because i think it's very important to still have ambitions for the business um so yeah, yeah. we'd love to, to hear any that you have so i would say that i won't make this too much of a long answer but i'm constantly asked about my morning routine it's become a little famous or well known if you like so i have a very sacred morning routine that i have been doing for the past two years maybe two and a half years that i journal i stretch and i goal set so i journal i stretch and i goal set goal setting what i do is every single day i write down it really depends it can be between five to ten goals that I have, long-term goals. And also I write down things that I'm grateful for. I do have a whole um, blog post on this. So if you do go across to Smart Girl Tribe, if you just search for my morning happiness routine, you'll find all of the details on there. But when I goal set every single day, I write down my long-term goals. For my life, I would honestly say it would be impacting as many lives as I can. That's why I'm in this job. I never, ever, ever thought that Smart Girl Tribe was going to be a business. I thought it was going to be a passion project to help particularly young women. Now, when I speak, I mean, at one of my, I was going to say recent, but it feels recent. It was back in February. Um, I went to an event and a, a, a mum came up to me and she said, my daughter's 23. She has been contemplating suicide for the past two years. Every single day she has come to me. Today she's come to me saying this is the first day that she hasn't because of hearing something that you said. And that is purely the reason why I do what I do. So because of that, it'd be impacting as many lives as I can on a selfish level, if you like. I love being a writer. I always try and remember that when I was 12, I was once asked what would make me happy like career wise and I said if I could travel and if I could write I will be happy forever and I try and maintain that 12 year old innocence and I think if I can travel and if I can write I'm going to be happy forever so for me personally it would be writing books that would be my long-term goal of course building smart girl tribe especially in we've got a very very strong audience in Australia and also in America and there are some days where we have more readers in America or Australia than Britain, even though we're the UK's number one female empowerment organization. So I would say probably building greater connections over there, potentially having offices over there. Um, Our event series has proven to be very, very successful. So, I mean, we only set that up last October. We were supposed to have four this year. It will probably be two, but I would say we're probably gearing up to having four a year from... I don't know. I would have said from this year, obviously, that's not going to happen. So maybe next year or the year after. So the events and books, that would be, those are my long-term goals. But helping as many women as I can, honestly. That's brilliant. Thank you so much. We've got more questions coming through, but I'm (laughs) conscious that you all (laughs) have to get on with your day. And Scarlett, I'm sure you're really busy. Um, So what I will do is, guys, you can save the chat. I'm not sure if you know know that. I learned that recently. Um, So if you click on the chat box and you will see more, um, if you click the arrow next to the word more, you can save the chat. So if there's any questions that haven't been answered, I'll share them with Scarlett as well. Um, So Scarlett, I will um, say goodbye. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for having me. 
your journey with us and um, it's been really really interesting and thank you all so much for listening i will ensure that i send out a follow-up email with some resources links to scarlett's amazing podcast and blog posts and we'll get the recording out to you if not today it'll be further on in the week um, yeah thank so you yeah, so, thank so much, you so much if, any, if anyone has any burning questions do come and dm me on instagram or email me and i'll get back to them um i'll be at my computer now so feel free if you're really if you've got a burning question but thank you so much uh lauren for hosting it and enterprise nation and again thank you everyone for turning up i couldn't quite believe that we had a record-breaking number of sign-ups i think it's incredible to hear me speak so thank you again no thank you thank you so much and yeah thank you everyone enjoy the rest of your day and please stay connected